In this podcast, we will be talking about human trafficking. If you are a human trafficking victim or have information about a potential trafficking situation, call the National Human Trafficking Resource Center at 1-888-373-7888 or text 233-733. Companies all over the globe are developing and molding their own give-back models. My name is Christine Petrella, and I'm fortunate enough to host a podcast where I can speak with these companies and help us all learn the unique ways that companies, big and small, are doing good things in their communities and giving back to so many important causes. Ashley is the owner of a small bracelet shop, Light & Bee. She is a Texas woman that loves to create and spend time with her husband and two kids. Ashley has a deep desire to help children and end human trafficking. Ashley's motto, in a world where you can be anything, be a light. Ashley, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I'm so, so happy to learn more about Light and Bee. Ashley, you're the owner of this amazing company who makes these bracelets and you guys can't see it. I'll take a picture for social media, but I'm wearing one of my Light and Bee bracelets from Ashley. Yay! I know. I love it. I love it. Love it. Tell me about where your entrepreneurship, where the spirit came from to start this bracelet company. So... I didn't know anything about human trafficking. I had not heard about human trafficking. I was 29 years old. I have two children and I didn't know anything about it. And it blew my mind. So I was on Instagram one day and a influencer actually posted an IGTV video of Tim Ballard, who is the owner and founder of Our Rescue. And he was talking about human trafficking and what's happening to these children and the numbers and the statistics. And I'm sitting here with my jaw, you know, on the floor, just like felt physically just sick to my stomach. It's a very difficult thing to to talk about and to hear about. And I just knew that that something needed to be done. Awareness needed to be spread because if I didn't know about it, you know, and I'm 29 years old, there's plenty of people out there that probably have never even heard of it. So in 2020, during the pandemic, um, me and my husband were talking about it and doing some more research, getting statistics, watching videos, you know, and we were like, we need to do something. Something needs to be done. And I've always wanted to create something. So I used to, like back when I was a kid, we would do lemonade stands and I would make these little pot holders that we would auction off at our family reunions. And I made jewelry in high school that I would wear. I did paintings after high school that I would sell online, like very amateur, not fancy looking paintings. But I just wanted to create something. I didn't know what it was going to be. And I... um was looking into bracelets and I started making bracelets during the pandemic and my mom was wearing them and my sister was wearing them, but they were not the current beads that I'm using now. They were, they were a little bit different. And so over the pandemic, while being at home a whole lot, I just started really designing and having a lot of fun, getting really creative with beads and bracelets and different things. And then at the end of 2020, I was like, okay, we're going to do this. We're really going to start this shop. If we don't do anything, if I don't decide to just go for it and take the leap and take the jump, then we're just sitting here and human trafficking is still going on and there's still people out there who don't know about it. So in January, I started making the website and the Instagram page and it just 
rolled on from there. <laughs> it did. And I love that you had the entrepreneur spirit from, you know, when you were younger and you were a kid. And then you're sitting here in 2020 and you get these statistics, you find out about human trafficking. And I will tell the listeners, I attended a speech from an FBI agent here in Richmond, Virginia, and he talked about human trafficking. And I was just blown away by the numbers like you were. And I, you know, maybe you just don't think about it and you think it's always going to be that creepy guy in that white van that just comes by, but that's not the case. And so when I started doing more research like you, my mind was blown as to what I was coming up with. And I know you're going to get into the numbers, but you started making bracelets. What were you doing before this to be able to say, I'm going to start this business? What was your biggest hurdle getting into your entrepreneurship? So actually, I was a x-ray tech before being a stay-at-home mom. I was a full-time x-ray tech. Then I did being a part-time so I could be home with my kids during the week. And then I would only work on the weekends. Well, when the pandemic hit, they started cutting back hours and I wasn't picking up any shifts. I wasn't able to get any shifts on the weekends anymore. So kind of transitioning into that and making bracelets and financially figuring all that out was a hurdle at the beginning. And also not being fully prepared for how fast everything was going to go. Like I didn't expect the shop to take off as quickly as it did. I was what, like two, maybe three weeks into it and my shop sold out and everybody was requesting me to restock. And, you know, you never know who's going to find you or see you or share your bracelets, you know, Instagram influencers, whatever, you never know. So I wish I would have been a little bit more prepared inventory wise to accommodate the sales and everything. So it was amazing. It was really awesome. How did you do getting up and running with the logistics being so new to the industry? There was a lot of trial and error. I was ordering samples and seeing the quality of everything. And then as far as shipping, I had issues with shipping delays, you know, due to COVID and then just due to the people that were sending everything, the communication and stuff. So it was definitely trial and error. There were some setbacks as far as like when bracelets were going to be released and like restocks and everything. So yeah, it was really a process just ordering them, checking the quality, wearing them, making sure that they were good quality for, for everyone. And then I actually now have set people who we've built a relationship and it's been really awesome to work with people who make these great quality beats. On your Instagram, I think you're doing a phenomenal job at asking your audience what they'd like to see. You're asking their opinion. You're saying, would you rather light colors or mute colors? Can you talk a little bit about how the Instagram community has influenced the design of your bracelets? Yes. So in the beginning, when I put out my first collection, I guess, of bracelets, it was very diverse. I felt like it wasn't very cohesive. And so I really wanted to hear from the listeners what they liked. I had a lot of different designs out at first, a lot of different colors, different styles. So I wanted to hear what they preferred. And the feedback was awesome because it kind of tailored what that next collection was going to look like and the colors, you know, to accommodate people who like gold and silver, because now we have a silver option. A lot of people are very excited about that. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't wait to jump back on. So you're, you're growing popularity. You're selling these bracelets. You're running out of inventory. You're stocking back up. And you have this awesome give back. So talk to me a little bit about how you give back, what you give back, and what that has done for our rescue. So we give back $5 of every single bracelet that is sold goes to Operation Underground Railroad. In the beginning, I knew that I wanted it to be a significant amount per bracelet because so we could make a bigger difference. Like every single day, children are being trafficked. Every single day, they're living this life that is horrible and horrific, you know. And we get to sit here and live a very beautiful, privileged, you know, nothing compared to what they're living in. So I wanted it to be a fast track. I didn't want it to be like a small percentage. I wanted it to be a big one and keep the bracelets affordable for people to be able to purchase at the same time. So yes, every bracelet, $5 goes to our rescue. We have, as of today, raised over $1,000 for our rescue, which I'm very excited about. Yay! Uh, yay! <laughs> that is a great milestone. I just never expected that. I truly had like a year goal of maybe hitting $1,000 in donations. And then everyone on Instagram was just so amazing that this community has been awesome and so supportive. And has the community been asking you questions? Are they trying to get more involved? Are they trying to learn more? Yes. So I've had a lot of questions about why I chose human trafficking. And then I actually did a poll asking how many people have taken, which we'll probably get into this more, but the free online training course from our rescue. Um, there's a link to it on my website. And I wanted that to be there so everyone could see like, we need to be more educated about this topic. And that was a good way. You know, you're shopping for bracelets. You see that there's a free training course to know more about human trafficking. Go ahead and click on it and take that course. So I did a poll and there were quite a bit of people who have actually taken the training course, which was very, very awesome. That's great. I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have stats that you can share with us? Currently, there's an estimated over 40 million people who are in human trafficking today. And that is all kinds of human trafficking. One in four of those is a child. And 71% of that 40 million are women or girls. That is sad. It's very, very sad. It's heartbreaking. I was mind blown by this next stat that human trafficking actually generates an estimated $150 billion annually. It's just crazy to me that much money and we're selling people, we're selling human beings for profit. And it's the third most profitable business for organized crime behind drugs and arms in the world today. Wow. I didn't know that stat. Third. And, and you said 150 billion billion mm -hmm. with a B with a B billion dollars. Wow. It's very sickening. You know, it's uncomfortable. And I think that's another reason why that I chose human trafficking is because people think about this topic and they think about how sickening and evil it is. And so they don't want to talk about it. It's uncomfortable. It's, you know, it causes discomfort. But if we do not talk about these things, then nothing changes. If we do not talk about the hard things, then these kids and these people still live in this horrible, horrible daily life. It has to be talked about. We have to speak about it. We have to learn. We have to spread awareness about it. 
Have you spoken with anyone at the organization as far as getting more involved? I know you said there's a training course, but what else can, and obviously we're going to be supporting you and Light and B, but what else can we do to raise awareness? Is, is it having those uncomfortable conversations, talking to people about those stats that you just provided? What can we do to be more vigilant? I would highly recommend people following our rescue because they give great information. They have the free training course that we can take. And they also have social media posts that we can actually share on our Instagram, on our Facebook, just to spread more awareness about human trafficking. You can also email your local government about helping to raise awareness about human trafficking. You can host an event from our rescues website. You can donate. I mean, even if you don't care for my bracelets, you can donate directly to our rescue. They are solely rely 100% on donations from people like me and you. Also, it is very important to know, you know, the numbers to call or text to report suspected trafficking. And just to be aware, I mean, the training course, goes through every single type of human trafficking, what victims look like, what predators look like, you know, just that information is really essential. If you want to share those numbers now, I can also post them, but would you mind sharing those phone numbers that we can reach out to? Absolutely. So these are numbers to call or text to report human trafficking in the United States. To call, it is 1-888-373-7888. And then to report human trafficking through text, you would text HELP, H-E-L-P, to 233-733. Thank you for sharing those. And I'll post those as well so anyone listening can follow along at the website and get those numbers. So your life, I mean, the past year, the pandemic has you know really thrown us for a loop, but you've also been able to throw your heart into a cause that you didn't know as much about, and now you're incredibly educated on it. You're speaking up for it. You're a huge advocate for it. What else do you want us to know about human trafficking? I think that it's important for everyone to know that there's not a certain box that is put around people who are involved in human trafficking or predators. It's happening right here in the United States of America. It's been reported in all 50 states. The United States, which this was really hard for me to read, the United States leads all other nations in consumption. Like that is an eye opener. The fact that it's all around us and we, you know, we might not even know it can be in any community. It can be victims of any age, race, gender, or nationality, any socioeconomic status. Like it can be anywhere. And it's very important to be educated as parents um, for our children to know ways that we can be aware of what they're doing online and be aware of who they're communicating with because these predators use manipulation and false promises and well-paying jobs, you know, ways to make more money or romantic relationships acting like they're a teenager and they just want to communicate with you, lure them into trafficking. And as parents, I think it's important for us to be educated on that as well, to protect our children from being victims of human trafficking. Yeah, I cannot believe, you know, that U.S. is number one. And I, it's embarrassing and it's disgusting. And I'm just so happy that you are such a huge voice to call this out. Because as you grow, 
the visibility of this issue and how we can help will grow. What else can we see from your business? I have, you know, other designs coming out, other collections coming out. Things are looking a little bit different than what I have right now. So we can mix and match some bracelet stacks and stuff like that. Also, I am in the process of doing wholesale to like different boutiques and people who actually want to put bracelets into their brick and mortars. So that's something that could be in the works. Also, I am in the process of going over how to do in-person events. And at those in-person events, I would really like to have flyers with statistics on human trafficking, also the numbers to call and text, the free training course, just a lot of good information that goes there at the event where people are coming in person. I can talk to them, give them a little more information, have information in hand. That's very important to me. That's what I've incorporated into Light and B is every purchase, yes, $5 goes to our rescue, but also I have information in there that says where to go to take the course, what numbers to call or text, like it's everywhere. If anything from Light and B, the information is going to be all over the place because it's that important to spread awareness. Oh, absolutely. And I love nothing more than going into a shop and I'm probably in there. I, I probably don't even have a reason to be in there. I just want to look around. And if I see a basket that talks about a certain cause or where my money is going to when I support this, I will 99.9% of the time buy whatever it is they're selling. And especially there's a store here near me that has, they're kind of like uh, mugs and they have where your money is going, but it tells you exactly the percentage and it gives you statistics on that cause. And then I know not only where my money's going, but how I'm helping as an individual and I'm getting something out of it. So it's a win-win but I'm also learning and I'm being educated at the same time. So I'm very excited. I definitely want to catch up with you again once you've started to push that out and push that initiative and and get into those boutique stores. That's going to be really neat for you. Do you have a mentor that's helping you through this or are you kind of just figuring it out as you go? I'm definitely figuring it out as I go. Um, (laughs) I started this, you know, like not having any experience whatsoever, except for my, you know, childhood entrepreneurship. But I feel like I'm winging it, jumping out in faith. I'm very strong in my faith and the good Lord gives me strength and bravery. I pray on, I've prayed about this shop for a long time. I pray every single day that it will glorify him and do good in this world and be a light for these children and to shine light on them in their darkness. You are doing such great things. And I'm very fortunate in this podcast to talk to so many amazing entrepreneurs who just have that heart at first. And, you know, in the beginning, when we first started talking, you said it was that issue and that problem that started. And because of that, you are helping in your own way and you're helping with your full heart. And if there's anything we can do to help, please let me know because this is an incredibly tough subject to talk about. And you're right. When you go to a party and someone says, what do you do? It's really cool to say, hey, you know, I make bracelets, but the reason why I do this. And then when you start talking about human trafficking, it's a conversation that we need to have more with people, those uncomfortable conversations, because we're not talking about it enough. We don't know enough about it, but apparently we're leading in it. Exactly. (laughs) Again, blows my mind. Exactly. Ashley, what else would you like to tell us about Light and Be? 
I want to talk about a little bit why I decided to choose the name Light and Bee. Originally, it was going to be Light and Bee. And then over time, I was thinking about the reason why I'm doing this, the core cause of it. And I changed it to Light and Bee specifically because this shop is, stands for hope. Its sole purpose is meant to shine light on these children in their pain, in their darkness, so that they can be helped and be heard. You know, there's human trafficking and there's a lot of things that are really dark in this world, but that gives us a chance to step out and be a light and spread love and shine light on that darkness and do good for people who don't have a voice, you know who have been silenced by something, we have that opportunity and that responsibility to be alive for others and to give back in some way. Ashley, from our rescue, ourrescue.org, have they given you any stats of what they've been able to do to help this issue? Yes. So they actually um, started in 2013. And since then, they've rescued over 4,000 victims and have been able to arrest thousands of predators, which is just so awesome. It's amazing. Their sole purpose, which is quoted, they exist to free children from sex slavery, but they've also rescued other people from different kinds of human trafficking also. And they actually are on the ground locating and rescuing victims. They rehabilitate and home these victims and they do everything they possibly can to arrest these predators to get them you know, off the streets and out of this business. They also provide software and training to other countries. So they're, they help all over the world and they help other local governments with resources and ways to help address and end slavery of human trafficking. And I think I said this before that they are rescue is a nonprofit organization that relies 100% on donations to save children from sex trafficking. And you can join their fight on their website. You could donate, volunteer, host an event, attend an event, shop. They do corporate gift matching. You can start a campaign. You can get alerts. So they are doing everything right to help us do everything right. Yes, they are. Such a beautiful name for your business. Such a beautiful cause and mission. And I encourage everybody to check out Ashley's Instagram. Her bracelets are gorgeous. And she's very transparent from the beginning that $5 from every single bracelet sold is going to ourrescue.org. So I will post on my social media and Ashley will as well, the links that you can go to, to find out more about how to support this amazing cause and also get a really, really pretty bracelet from it. Ashley, thank you for all you do. Thank you so much for having me. Immediately after speaking with Ashley, I went on to the ourrescue.org website. I read some stats, I read some stories, and I learned a lot more about this massive issue that we have, not only in our country, but worldwide. It's really neat to know that we can help in certain ways. We can help by donating, we can help by volunteering. And the best part about this podcast is I talk with entrepreneurs and learn how to give back. You're able to match your values with your spending habits. By visiting Ashley's Instagram, you're going to see so many different pieces of jewelry that she's been able to post. And the best part about it all, she donates $5 from each bracelet back to ourrescue.org. Thank you for joining. If you enjoy hearing how other entrepreneurs are giving back, please make sure you subscribe and keep listening to the Give Back Model.